1: Welcome to Good Morning Football, live in New York City, Monday, August 21st. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Mike Garofolo, Jason McCourty, Brock Purdy, uh, and a couple other starting quarterbacks saw their first preseason action over the weekend, so let's pick. QBs in preseason week two, whose performance gave you the most? Juice heading into regular season as it approaches.
2: So much, and Kyle mentioned it, so many of the starters being out there. And I look at the young guy in Green Bay who's taking over for Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to go with Jordan Love. Got a chance to watch that game. And it didn't start great for the Green Bay Packers and for Jordan Love. He's out there, and next thing you know, a snap just goes over his head. Knowing the Patriots recovered, they go down and they score a touchdown. Josh Uche gets on the ball there, and they score a touchdown, and you're just like, all right. How's this young guy gonna respond? Adversity ball kinda goes through his hands right there. Not the way you wanna start the game. But Jordan Love rebounded. He showed back up. He makes a long pass to Romeo Dobbs. He's throwing the ball over the middle in traffic, and he's able to complete plays. And that's what was the fun thing to watch because for a young quarterback in a new offensive where he's now the starter, he's now the guy, it's not going to be pretty all the time. So seeing him go out there and have some adversity earlier, but then going out there, executing, taking them down there, scoring a touchdown, that to me was impressive. And that's what you want to see from Jordan Love if you're a Green Bay Packers fan because this starts the new era, the new regime and you just lost a Hall of Famer and you want to see this guy go out there and play well and he has done that so far in the preseason the first game against Cincinnati and then coming out here against New England so for me it was fun to watch Jordan Love there's a guy with a ton of pressure this year and everybody's been waiting to see hey why did they move up and draft him in the first round and so far early on in a preseason, which means absolutely nothing. He has showed up, and he has played well for this team. Let's see how it goes. Week one, Chicago Bears. Pretty cool, Jay. Pretty cool. I,
3: I think there, there's this uh, there's this club where the cool AFC quarterbacks hang mm-hmm. out, and it's Mahomes, and it's Burrow, and it's Allen, mm-hmm. and it's Lamar. Mm-hmm. What if this year in the club they turn and, like, the door opens and the music changes, and what if they're like, is that Kenny Pickett? Mm. Is he in the cool AFC quarterback club? I don't think there's been a quarterback in the league who's looked sharper in the preseason. All he did to come out against Buffalo, two drives, two touchdowns against guys who start, against guys who have been all pro, and it was like nothing. Hot knife through butter. Two for two, picket finishes, 10 to 13, touchdown, 78 yards, and this is not the only time the preseason he's looked great if we, if Kenny Pickett was struggling, if it wasn't going that well, we would know because Mike Tomlin doesn't do any BS. Yeah. You would know from Tomlin's press conference, body language that he is not happy with Kenny Pickett. He looks loose, Tomlin, for a guy who doesn't always look loose. The Steeler fan base is rallying around this guy. I mean, come on now. Mm. Don't let Kenny get hot, guys. There's room in the club. The problem is, if he gets in the club, somebody's got to go out. Whoa. It's a one-in, one-out situation oh, no. right now. The fire marshal's been here. We don't want to have violating the fire codes. So someone's going to have to go out. I don't know if it's maybe someone in his own division but there has been no one cool it's the preseason But do not let Kenny Pickett into the club because Steelers don't leave the club once they get there. He's looked great. It's very exciting to have. Oh, my God, we might have another young AFC talent, Mike. Love it. Kenny Pickett. Remember we were talking about hand size? Not so much. Who cares? anymore?
4: Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers quarterback because we hadn't seen him since that injury last year and we needed to see uh, that he was – No, wait a minute. No, I'm talking about the wrong one. I'm talking about the the wrong injury. I'm talking about Trey Lance. We actually had seen him the previous week. He didn't perform so well. And in this game – Mm -hmm. There were a couple of hiccups. There was a a pass that was tipped and intercepted. There were two other passes that could have and maybe should have been intercepted. But this is a guy who had to come out and make quick decisions as best he could and let that ball fly, or if you had to escape quickly, escape quickly. He did that. It led to those moments where, uh, maybe you don't want to put the ball in harm's way, but I saw some decisiveness. You saw the arm talent on display. And yes... Those inter- that interception I'm talking about led to some people saying that he had a lackluster outing, which led to a lot of 49ers. You didn't see the whole game. Mm-hmm. Did you cut out before the end where he led that comeback drive, led two comeback drives? Really? A headline from Awful Announcing, who, if I mention him enough on air, maybe won't write bad things about me, Quote, why is everyone picking on Trey Lance? uh, And, uh, yeah, that's a a fair point because this is a guy that really we haven't seen a whole lot of. Mike, there's a viral moment we
3: should share. There's an an anchor on ESPN who I respect was wrapping up the highlight and said something about a dismal performance by Trey Lance. Mm. It's a complicated one because you were saying he threw a couple that could have been intercepted, but his stats looked really good, and Niners fans got really angry that you're mischaracterizing his performance. Mm. How did he play? Well, he
4: ended on a high note, and he overcame those mistakes, and you're going to make those mistakes. Can you bounce back from them? A guy that needs to show that he's got the resiliency here. And look, he's the third-string quarterback right now when he was the third overall pick, and people are going to say, well, that's just not good enough. Mm -hmm. But... We haven't seen a whole lot of him in meaningful games. He got injured last year through no fault of his own. Who knows how last year would have gone if he had played his his, his whole way out. He's had some ups and downs in the summer. But I I thought the performance was really good, and I thought that there were moments to build upon.
1: Mm -hmm. Garoppolo comes in for Trey Lance last season after he gets hurt at the start of that Week 2 game. Garoppolo now with the Las Vegas Raiders, and that's where I go. What is going on in the quarterback room with the Las Vegas Raiders? Jimmy Garoppolo, he looked great, 4 for 4. 40 yards on a single drive that he started. Cool. I'm glad. Stay healthy. Make Josh McDaniels' life better. Then you got this guy, Aiden O'Connell. Why are we mentioning this young man so much? Is it because he just was handed the number four? Is it the mustache? Is it the fact that he threw 50 touchdowns at Purdue in his final two seasons there in the Big Ten? There's something about the way this guy's playing. I'm not just. I'm not saying Aiden O'Connell, watch out, Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not that. It's like... I almost feel happy for Josh McDaniels now that he's not maybe so stressed about his quarterback room or how things are going to go because there could be something there. And that's great for Jimmy G. That's great for the Raiders. That's great for just everything that Las Vegas needs because after last season and just all the question marks and the doubt and the – dismal performances at times i think the raiders like they needed some juice in the quarterback room
2: well for josh now these are his guys he, yeah he bought jimmy true. g there he drafted aiden o'connell brian Hor like these are the guys that he brought in to be in his quarterback room so mm-hmm. he needs these two guys to be successful obviously last year not going the way he wanted so mm-hmm. be fun to watch out we all talk around. a lot all conversations
3: this time of year seem to funnel towards who do we think is going to make the playoffs yeah. I don't know if anybody's gonna be picking the Raiders. I just there's not a lot of heat on them. and I don't mean here. I just mean nationally, yeah. You see them across every platform. Who's coming out and saying, I, I like this team this year. and I think it's a lot of there's a there's a boredom with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. There's a stink on the Raiders. Josh Jacobs isn't there. there's the division there's a lot of things. I just like I, when you scan the roundups of where everyone picks, I don't know anyone who's going to pick the Raiders. It would be really fun if they did it because they will not be expected to make it.
1: Well, hand up. Last year I did it because I was in love with the fact that Josh McDaniels, yeah. fresh start second time around as a head coach. I, no, because yeah. I've been spoiled on that. But, yeah. I mean. Well,
2: that's the fun thing in that division because we have the Chiefs at the very top. And right. then it's like beyond that, are you picking any of the other three teams? Because, yes, the Chargers made the playoffs right. last year. Or would year. you
3: pick the Chiefs to be a wild card? You know, like, let's get into it,
2: Jason. How dare you? Let's get into it. If they're in, they're in. Is that what you said earlier? If they're That's in, they're right. in. So I lo- if you're I lo- picking them to be a walker who's winning that division?
4: Yeah. I just love Kyle workshopping his eventual predictions on the air the live right now. Constantly. And if
1: you really tracked it and held it to what he had to say, he's got every team making it. 14 uh, in on both sides.
3: Or, earlier in the show, <laughs> I said the Pats aren't getting in. I just straight up yeah. said it. I,
1: I got, I'll get he some takes. takes. You have some takes. <laughs> yeah,
3: I have some Yeah, 14 teams total. That's it, guys. So if you text him soon. on a
1: Friday afternoon, he'll straight up tell you who's making it. Text playoffs, me on a
3: Friday, I'll like. tell you anything on my life secrets. <laughs> and so and so what
2: restaurant. Yeah, exactly.
1: Great soup bowl the final week of the preseason kicks off Thursday night right here on NFL Network Steelers, the Steelers take on Bijan Robinson and the Falcons and we've got a Friday night doubleheader Patriots, Titans, Chargers, Niners. That's all live right here on your home for the preseason NFL Network. But if you're in the geofence of Boston, do you get the Twin Cast this weekend, the you, final you one? Definitely. Let's get go. Our right. episode
2: of the Twin Cast. Me carrying Dev I've done our entire lives. Oh, alive. wow. A fireman's carry. So, that gets heavy. So it's so heavy. It's so heavy. Damn. All right. Which team is giving off the best vibes right now? Like
3: you watch them camp, you read their, their fans' tweets, and you're like, this team has it all going on. Right now, they're having a moment, and I feel positive about them. We'll get In it right after this. Is it Buffalo?
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good
5: morning, football. And well, Will Selvitz News Time, people. Jordan Love saying that he's definitely ready for week one of the regular season, but don't expect to see him watching the final preseason game from the sideline. He actually was hearing from head coach Matt LaFleur, who said Sunday that he plans to play Love in the preseason finale against the Seahawks on Saturday, but did leave the opening to change his mind. As for Love, he agrees that getting more reps and getting more comfortable with the offense wouldn't hurt to prepare him. In Houston, all signs pointing to rookie CJ Stroud getting the week one start, but head coach D'Amico Ryan still not ready to clear him the QB1. Nope, not yet. When asked who would be the starter for the regular season opener against the Ravens, Ryan saying, quote, You guys will see the starter when we get to Baltimore. See what you did their coach? Saints quarterback Jake Hayner looking good yesterday in his second preseason game against the Chargers. The rookie out of Fresno State going 11 of 17 for 118 yards in the win over the Chargers. He went one on one with our very own Bridget Condon and talked about his performance. What is it like being in these preseason games when you're you know, starting uh, you know, in the second half? Are you going out there feeling like you have something to prove? Uh,
4: yeah, I mean, I'm always on the field trying to prove something. Uh, I feel like I've been overlooked ever since I was a kid, and, and just wanting to go out there and show people what I can do, and I feel like today was no different.
0: Why do you feel like you've been overlooked? Uh,
4: obviously, just because I'm you know, a little smaller in stature, a little, a little shorter, and uh, I feel like every day got to prove it, and this is a league about what you do for me now, not lately and you know every single day i come to work with a chip on my shoulder and just want to prove something
5: ah uh, yes hayner with the proverbial chip on his shoulder in KB. You might also remember Hainer from his legendary Media Day photos, which we did yes. a full segment on oh, yeah. him. And if you haven't seen it, <laughs> go to Google Images, my friends. You will not regret it.
3: Yeah, that guy's got it all going on. Yeah. we got to keep our eye on him. He's like first team all GMFB. Thank you, Will. Appreciate it. we got electric yep. highlights to get to, though, with like meaningful players and starting quarterbacks mm-hmm. and all that. Let's get to Raiders Rams right there. I just mentioned starting quarterback. There is Jimmy Garoppolo out of Eastern Illinois. What's he going to do with the Raiders? this year. Mysterious team. We don't really know what to expect. Raiders going to win 34-17. What else we got, Joe?
2: We got the Dallas Cowboys heading to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Dak Prescott, he's just watching the action. He's a high-paid quarterback. You don't need to play in the preseason. You just get ready for week one. Well, Geno Smith, another high-paid quarterback getting paid this offseason by the Seahawks. He is out there. He's playing football. Dallas Cowboys lose this one to Seattle, 22-14.
4: Coming into the game against the Giants, the Panthers were saying, how's our offensive line going to hold up against these exotic blitzes from Wink Martindale on the Giants' defense and Bryce Young? Would he get hit more on that in a second? In the meantime, Daniel Jones caps a drive uh, in which it saw him go 8 for 9 for 69 yards and a touchdown there to Daniel Bellinger. Uh, He went... To Darren Waller on the first three plays, think they're excited about him. Anyway, speaking of Bryce Young,
2: uh,
4: that was not an exotic blitz. That that was just a miscommunication. Nicky Iguano didn't pick it up, heard something different. Frank Reich says we got to work on our calls so that we don't get that guy hit the way that we did on mm-hmm. that play. Yeah.
1: Jake Fobo, all blue bloods, college goes from Duke to UCLA. Great. Is that right? Uh, yeah. What a I life, know, right? Uh, so. Let's stay with the Giants, though. We got a small glimpse over the weekend of what the Giants' offense will look like this season with the addition of Darren Waller and working with Danny Dimes. That connection seems to be a big piece to an offensive puzzle that Mike needed to advance this season. We'll start with you. Can Daniel Jones be better than Dak Prescott this year?
4: (laughs) It always comes back to Dak Prescott. (laughs) He's like Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah, he can be uh, because these targets are – well, they paid him to be. I mean – that contract, I go back to that, and people say, well, why are you paying Daniel Jones? He hasn't done – forget about what he's done. You pay contract extensions to guys for what you expect going yeah. forward. And The Giants have expected that, and that's why they surrounded him with all this talent. The wide receiver free agent class, they didn't see a game breaker, but there was one available at tight end, and that's what they did. And they got themselves Darren Waller in this one. Uh, and like I said, right off the bat, first three targets to him, he wound up with three yeah. catches for 30 yards in one drive. One drive. I told you we were going to see it. We're not going to see the interview, but I said, I said that's like 50 catches in a game, and he kind of shot me a look like, no, he didn't your fall. math skills are, are <laughs> awful there. But it it would have been a bunch of catches. That is Darren Waller <laughs> and me. That's back in training camp. I also interviewed him after the game the other night, and the, the size difference was there as well. I, when he that arrived. I remember Shay Tierney, the quarterback's coach there, saying like he was blocking a doorway, like blocking the whole door. Not like I get just blocking the doorway. So it, it, not only does he have that size, he has that uh, athleticism, that skill set. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: I'm going to answer that. Yes. We've had a lot of sizzle with Darren Wall. Everyone's always really um, impressed with him because he's so talented and he put up some big mm-hmm. numbers a couple of years ago. And then the last couple of years, it's like he's the guy you reach for in fantasy and mm-hmm. expect big things. And then it just kind of didn't work out with the Raiders for whatever reason fresh start now is there a buzz about him or in camp like I think he's a mysterious so. figure like tell us more oh there's a buzz and,
4: and when I asked him about that connection I said oh that you've seen that connection on the field he was kind of like dude we've been doing it on the practice field every single day yeah. and they have and when they finally went to uh, padded practices and team drills it was like all of a sudden boom there were those splash plays and The impact for him is not just going to be from the plays that he's making. It's the plays that he's opening up for everybody else because he must be accounted for from defenses. Mm -hmm. And now you add Paris Campbell, who can hit you some stuff up top. Jalen Hyatt, who had a ball go off his hands the other day and then came right back with a touchdown uh, over the top. So that was a good sign from him. Look, they've got pieces. Last year they had a bunch of guys, and the timing of the system with the passing game wasn't working out. Well, now – They've got guys that they think can work well in the system, but also have that athleticism. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think that, yeah, I mean, I hope so. See I
3: think player. the question is framed because there's this impression that Daniel Jones is ascending and that Dak Prescott is steady, mm. like that he's just who he is. The answer to the question is Dak Prescott can't let him be better than him. Like, he mm. needs to get better. And everyone got their hair blown back when he said the thing he said about him, I'm not going to throw 10 interceptions. And maybe he will, maybe he won't. But Dak Prescott should be furious about this question. It's because mm. the idea is that at best he's staying steady, but maybe he's coming back down. He can't like yeah you look at some of these great quarterbacks they're getting a little bit older like I think Dak's going to play at 30 this year they keep getting better and redefining themselves like look at look at Rodgers for example he had the early ascension to rock star status and then he had this late MVP push that that's when the game's supposed to pass you by and you, you're not adding new skills you got to constantly be getting better and better like if Dak Prescott is the same quarterback this year it's going to be the same Cowboys this year so the answer should be no Daniel Jones might get a lot better but he still can't catch Dak because Dak's going to improve too
2: Yeah, this is a very intriguing one because Daniel Jones looked really good. Brian Dable is a great offensive-minded coach. Having played against him for so many years while I was in New England. You knew going into that game, Brian Dable was always going to have something drawn up that you hadn't seen. No matter how many plays you watched on film, somehow or another, he was going to trick you into something. And seeing him paired with Daniel Jones, we've seen a different version of him. But I think sometimes we get excited of what we see the here and now. It's just like, oh my goodness, Darren Waller's there, Brian. Dable, Daniel Dimes, they're just going over yeah. the top. Dak Prescott has been really good. And obviously the Cowboys have fallen short in the playoffs, but they've been in the playoffs. And Dak Prescott hasn't thrown double-digit interceptions year after year. That's just not something that he has done. Although he's fallen, fallen short, I think when you look at what Dak Prescott has around him, adding Brandon Cooks, having C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup as his third option. Yes, Darren Waller, to me, is a stud at tight end. Yeah. He's a guy with his speed, his ability. But I don't look at this Giants offense and look at them as they're just stacked on every single level. And now you have a Daniel Jones who's taking off. Yes, they've gotten better from last year, but this Dallas Cowboys offense is really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think I've entered officially a three-horse race in our Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones conversation of if you want a guy in the fourth quarter on a game-winning drive, who mm-hmm. are you going to pick to be your quarterback in the NFC, let's say? Mm-hmm. And Daniel Jones has an opportunity to be the guy that you pick in that, oppor- in, in that situation this season. If he has... He needs moments, though. Like, I need game-winning, slam-the-door, whether it's with Darren Waller, whether it's with Saquon, anything. I need a convincing season out of Daniel Jones in really high-level mm. moments to just sell it for me hard. Because right now, the Dak Prescott-Kirk Cousins experience, is it is what it is in the NFC. But Daniel Jones has an opportunity, I think, to take off, but in those really game-defining moments. And that's where he could separate, I think.
3: You I've said it. for a while that Cousins and Dak are the same player. If, if Daniel Jones emerges as a superior, but look, he runs better, he's younger, yeah. he's got to yeah. be yeah. a little more up. I don't know
1: we'll see those guys are good Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, regular season is just 17 days away when the final preseason game wraps on Sunday, 11 days until the next time football is kicked off. Take a look around the table. Grab the cap of the team. With the most positive vibes right now. Vibe check. Mike, make it positive. What
4: do you got, Mike? I can't see the logos, but this one's easy because they've got uh, unique colors. Uh, I'm going with these guys. The okay, Washington like oh. Commanders right here just named their starting quarterback the other day. It was the guy that we figured was going to be the guy back in the spring, but Sam Howell is playing well right now in training camp and in the preseason. Yeah, the offensive coordinator, he's a little rough around the edges sometimes, but they seem to be working their way through it. Look, as long as the owner is sitting in the stands, even in inclement weather, there's nothing can go wrong this upcoming Mm. season, right? Mm. The bar is just so low right now for the Mm. Commanders, and it's going to be a fun season no matter what. Positive Positive vibes. Starting
2: off with Commander's talk for Positive Vibes. Pass me a hat right next to you to Seattle Seahawks, right there, yes. I'm going to give them as Positive Vibes. This hat is unbuckled. That must mean that Kyle Brandt (laughs) has worn it last. Uh I'm not going to fix it. I'm just going to put it on, and I'm going to Go Looks New great. York style and just rock the big hat. I'm going with them. Geno Smith, they paid him. He has looked good in his limited preseason action. But Drew Locke has looked good. Out there throwing dimes is a guy that last year was supposed to be competing for the starting position. It's been just all Geno Smith last year. So the Seattle Seahawks, positive vibe. Their coaches in practice throwing dimes as well. Jackson Smith and Jigba look good. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. He got an interception in the game, and the entire sideline was celebrating. Those, my friends, are positive mm-hmm. vibes. Seahawks.
3: You can't create more positive vibes in the preseason than when your number 1 offense goes out and plays well. But I I've gushed enough about Pittsburgh, so I'm going to I'm going to go mm. and Actually, go with their rival. There's good stuff happening here. Mm. It's all good. Lamar's paid. He's happy. I don't know what everyone's laughing about every time I put on a hat. Just wearing the hat and doing the segment the like whole I'm told. Experience it's incredible with
1: that hat and with it what unclipped. The? It just and it just size.
3: fits so well. It's per- perfect. Like, what size know. head you got? <laughs> it's just don't, don't ask. Come
1: large on. to it's extra like eight, large. Yeah. Uh,
3: Costco is where you get my head and a dollar <laughs> twenty-five hot dog. Uh, Lamar looks great. Zay, Zay apparently is going to be the greatest rookie of all time. Uh, and the defense aren't even talking. You just you go on like the Ravens Twitter or the, whatever the Reagan Ravens uh, local Reddit. blogs or Reagan if you want to go back to the 80s and it's just it's all positivity. We're excited. We're going to win the North. People are sleeping on us even though they're not. You don't see anything really negative. At least I'm not Baltimore. Very positive veteran head coach exciting quarterback. The Baltimore Ravens very positive vibes.
1: I can't take you seriously. Pete Carroll is a talented coach for a number of reasons but this latest video of him dropping dimes on his defense takes things to new heights. Pick the cap of the team whose coach that you would most I always like to see to put together a highlight reel during practice, Jay.
2: Carroll just hey. looks so fun. Uh, no, that pass specifically, he was dropping dimes, wow. but that one was a little wobbly. That's all I'm saying. He's pump faking. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a scout team. There's no rush, but Seven. I'm not getting into all that. Pass me the uh, Houston Texans. You want the oh, Houston yeah, Texans? Hat? Find that hat. It's been a minute amongst, since we've used the Houston Texans. Texans. It's right there, Mike. You know, oh, yeah. sorry. block by
3: the surface.
4: You yeah. don't
2: typically get to do it. Uh, I'm going with the Texans. I'm going with D'Amico Rines. This is a lot smaller. It's still too, too big, but I'm going with D'Amico Rines. This guy, middle linebacker in the NFL for a lot of years. His nickname Cap. I want to see him out there rocking the green dot. Just hitting people. Running downhill. Still young. I think he can still get out there and do it. Show his young defense how it's done. I'm going. I'm all for it. D'Amico Ryans. Get out there. Strap it up again. Put the helmet on. Buckle the chin strap and get it done, D'Amico Ryan's head coach of the Houston Texans. I'm rolling with him. Probably couldn't light some people. Yeah.
3: You know who's got it? I like seeing the coaches. You, you kind of don't know that they got it, or mm. that they forgot that they got it. This little ball of dynamite right here. Ooh. One, the one that famously won the uh, Mr. So and So in his state as a high school over Calvin Johnson. Sean McVay's high school highlights are unbelievable. He is so fast and he has such good moves. You wouldn't think it now because you think coach, 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 coach. But when we saw him over the weekend freaking out and running around the field during. In-game interview. I can't get enough McVay. I want to see him running around because you'd be at a thousand out of a ten, and you'd try to hurt somebody if you had to. He wants to win, Mike. Who do you got? I, I like your. Uh, you know, d- forget the hypothetical. You're digging into. Highlights that no,
4: actually, actually exist. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go there as well. And uh, Bush's Baked Beans used to have a commercial where the dog sure. would talk and he'd say, yeah. Roll that beautiful bean footage, right? <laughs> That's me whenever something like this comes up. Roll that beautiful punt, pass, and kick mm, footage. You got if it. We want to see it. There's, just my re- uh, there's, there's no one out there that is. Unreal. There's Andrew Reed, 1971. 71. Andrew Reed. Andrew Riot. O-
3: they misspelled his Riot. last name. Oh. <laughs> How great is that? Forgot about that. Let
4: it rip, Eddie! You should recreate this. <laughs> should. You should do
3: this! Before practice one day. Come on, Andy. God, is that awesome. He could have thrown one of those kids just as far as that ball. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> an unbelievable fair. Those thing.
2: poor little kids in the front. Like, he's competing with that. Like they were right. the
3: same age, I think. Yeah. I think it was yeah. like, that big. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Little League World Series is happening yeah. right now. There's yes. that one kid. On, oh, yeah. Walks yeah. in out of frame. Uh-huh. My name's Tommy, and I like Derek Jeter. <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? That's amazing. <laughs> 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: no. Uh, coming up. Will John Harbaugh and the Ravens extend their – Kyle, are they going to extend their preseason games?
3: Here we go. Tonight. here we go, they guys.
1: 24 straight. We know the last time they lost. Shout out Bryn Renner. Can the historic run continue? Bum,
3: bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses.
1: The Ravens have won 24 consecutive preseason games. 24. The Mm. Commanders have lost five of those last 24 games. Uh, What are your thoughts on the Ravens' preseason streak? Jason, kick us off here. Don't care. Don't Don't care. care. Don't Don't care. care.
2: (laughs) Don't care nothing about it. Preseason doesn't Doesn't count. Don't care about the streak. What I care about is these two teams have joint practices this week And there were fights aplenty. So when I look forward to this game, I'm not like, oh, let's see if they break the streak. I want to see if there's going to be chippy in the pregame. We watched the Patriots and the Packers over the weekend. They were fighting in pregame, and they had a game. Mark Andrews right there slamming Danny Johnson to the ground, which was not fun. Danny Johnson ended up getting injured off of this play. Emmanuel Forbes said, hey, I want in on some of this action. Tylon Wallace and him getting into a fight. Hey, nothing happens in the practices when fights go down. I want to see what goes down in the game. There's a preseason game, but there's some bad blood between Damn. these two teams down the road. They're getting after it, and I got to show a, a training camp fight, and I love to see you're those. So you, just, you get the juice flowing. You want to be back out there. I want to see these two teams go out tonight because of those fights this week. Mm-hmm.
1: It was I, spicy, Mike.
2: Uh, I, I love that you say, I want to
4: see that, and you're like, the first thing is, well, he wound up getting injured. So I to, you know, But if you throw, He'll be back. Have you been in training camp fights? Yeah. Do you throw punches? No, absolutely not. That's pretty dumb. No. There were some punches thrown right there. If
2: you're coming off the sideline, you put your helmet on, buckle mm. it up, then you run to the fight. Right, mm. but the dude that's swinging there—what yeah. does he expect to happen? A little whiplash? He's open fists, I guess.
3: The real maniacs throw body shots. Ooh. Don't
4: don't isn't do that, that. Isn't
1: that your that's only exactly option? Right?
3: Don't do that.
4: There was a great character <laughs> on uh, M- Molly Shannon, Mary Catherine Gallagher on on, on SNL years yeah, ago. Superstar. Fantastic character. He used to snip her yeah. own armpits. Gross. <laughs> uh, it was gross. But she would say, she would get to a point point. she'd go, know, my yeah. feelings on the matter would be best expressed in a monologue. from." And she'd pick some kind of you know, famous player, maybe even a TV movie. Mine would be uh, best expressed on this matter from Mike Tomlin uh, back on October, 20, uh, October 1st, 2020, when there's a potential of the Steelers' bye week moving from week eight to week four. My feelings on the preseason are, are similar to that.
2: We do not care. I was wondering. <laughs> it's a great point. If you, so if I was wondering where well, armpits, I was like, where, where the hell is this going? If, if you've I, been I,
4: on Twitter at all the last three years or so, that's a reply in the mentions. Never I like love that. Something. Yes, so, it was great. I, I find it. It's just, this feels like such a John Harbaugh thing, too, to have this streak going and to be. Yeah, I can see from your expression you agree with me right there. That on, tells
3: there me, Mike, that you've tweeted some things and you've gotten that video and the replies. <laughs>
2: Maybe. That's tough. We do tough. not care. What is reported? Reported? We, we, news. we yeah. reported that yeah. the long snap was signed. Care. We don't care. <laughs> we yeah. Mike, care. you're
3: just out there working your butt off. You get that thing. <laughs> so I, I want to address this streak, 24 games. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I've been on record that I really respect it because I think it lends itself to complimenting the Ravens in-game coaching decisions. Mm -hmm. I think it speaks to the late-round guys they draft and the undrafted guys that they signed. I think it really means something. But God, it pisses people off. People like Jason are so triggered by this thing. (laughs) Preseason wins are kind of like pennies. Like, they're completely meaningless and annoying. But until you pick up a whole bunch of them, then it's like, see? (laughs) You should have been picking up pennies all along. I have some real worth now. I actually think it's kind of impressive, but people get so mad and they get almost mad at the Ravens for continuing to win. So I'm going to do this right now. I'm just going to I'm going to speak to the commanders. You live and work in a city filled with men and women who are committed to public service. Mm. So it's time for you to perform a public service. End this streak. (laughs) Break this streak, win this game, win by 50, mm. win by one, just win so this thing can be snapped over your knee. I'm talking to guys like Jahan Dotson, mm-hmm. Antonio Gibson, Sam Howell. Have a night. Make some plays. You don't have to make a lot. Make a couple of plays. Jake Fromm. Mm. Jake mm. Fromm. You very well may be on the field for the commanders in the fourth quarter. You may have a drive to go and end a 24-game winning streak. Do it. You've been in big spots, you've been in big lights, go and win this thing. Now you may say, if you're the commanders right now watching this, I don't care about that streak. The Ravens care about that streak. Their coaching staff does, the organization does. You may say, Ah, eh, it's not important to me. It's important to them. So take it from them. And Josh Harris. Mr. Harris, you represent a new era and a new beginning and a fresh start. They're in your stadium on Monday Night Football on a long streak. I don't care what the streak is of. Break it and give us something fun and positive for the Commanders. This would be, Mr. Harris, the most important preseason win of all time. Mm. It would also be the only important preseason win of all time, but it would be your preseason win if you tell us you're the Commanders, take command, and win the damn game tonight. Let's go! Um,
1: Let's go! Commanders buy into what this man is saying.
3: I want blood in the hearts of each and every Commanders fan out there who's looking to get excited about something. Biggest preseason win of all time, make it yours, hang a banner, let's go. It's only about a four hour drive. I think you should go down, and you should give the pregame speech. <laughs> I'd be happy right to right do, do it. Right yeah. You send first class travel, yeah. a generous stipend, I'll be hap- yeah. happy to be there. Uh, He's guys, going to the game. Uh, seriously, win, win the game. More players. Good Morning football, football after this. take <laughs> command. <That's
2: laughs> my favorite part. Take command.
0: Let's go. We do not care.